Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. We did it. We did this advent calendar together. Day 24. Let's wrap this this uh this calendar up, shall we? So day 24 brings us Kartauza Doppelbach Dunkel comes in at 7.5 ABV. And it is made by yet again Private Braure Egger from Großkolnbach, Germany. This is what I'm talking about. This is how you finish an advent calendar. Big, chewy dunkel that is basically the big brother or the daddy of any dunkel lager out there. So Doppelbach is essentially like kind of like a double bock. You can think of it as uh like the belgian doubles or doubles they're in the middle between the belgian blondes and the triples or the belgian blondes and the quadruples um so this this sits kind of in that realm uh there isn't like a german quadruple bach there is no such thing but i'm just trying to kind of picture trying to paint a picture for you all how to you know, how a Doppelbach would flow in the, in the German beer spectrum, I guess. Uh, and Dunkel of course means dark and it's a, because it's a Bach, it's a lager. Bach, uh, a Bach is a type of lager and this is not disappointing at all. This is, this is delicious. So when, so when anybody describes a beer as chewy, this is, this type of beer is essentially what they're describing. This is thick, nice caramelized malt, uh, beautiful filtered mahogany red. Like this is red, red putting this behind a light or in front of a light. It is quite literally red. Uh, it's borderline crystal clear. Uh, I see tiny little particles, but that could even be, that could even be like a frost, like a chill haze from just being in the fridge overnight um but otherwise this thing is absolutely crystal clear i can see the other side of the glass i can make i can make out the label of the glass like this is beautifully filtered uh on the aroma it is it is a touch muted right now because it is a touch too cold um i believe if i remember from the doppel box that i've had in germany when we were living out there a lot of the Doppelbachs are served at a slightly warmer temperature. So this is sitting essentially at around like this is probably refrigerator, 38 degrees, 36, somewhere up in there. Um, they want this 38 Fahrenheit, by the way. Um, they kind of would want this at around 45. Yeah, I'd say 45 degrees would be a good spot. Uh, I have my hands wrapped around the glass right now to try to warm this up a little bit because um, the aromas are kind of muted right now yeah i don't i'm not getting much of anything um i have taken a couple sips already just to see what it is um even though it is a lager and it is cold fermented the flavors because of the type of beer the flavors do get a little muted if you drink them if you drink these types or this style of beer too cold um, which is why i'm trying to warm this up uh i should have taken this out sooner but kind of was late to recording and editing so it is what it is i have to drink this a touch colder i can tell you that on flavor even at very cold temperatures it still has very chewy 
full-bodied like caramelized malts all that good stuff it's exactly what a doppel box should be it actually reminds me it's almost like i'm drinking a belgian yeah, oh yeah this is like think of like um like plums or raisins but without the sugary like cut back cut cut back the sugary sweetness of a raisin or a plum and think of it in liquid form and this is basically what you're drinking uh, it's got a slight bitter bitter finish bitter back end towards it and that's from the caramelization that's from like the heavy roasting that the malts get that gives you like a coffee like bitterness right when you're drinking black coffee if you enjoy it or if you're not that big of a fan and you have to kind of sacrifice you know your your creamed and sugar coffee and you just have to have caffeine and you drink black coffee to you it's going to probably come off as bitter on the back end and you're going to struggle through that coffee that bitterness is what i'm what i'm having i mean i enjoy black coffee so it's not that big of a deal but yeah this is really good yummy yummy beer oh this is this is beautiful well let's talk about the advent calendar shall we uh that was one hell of a calendar i gotta say i did enjoy it mm, i enjoyed it because it was almost 24 brand new beers that i've never had 24 german beers that i've never had that's probably the most the most positive thing that came out of this entire month um as an overall let's remove the fact that i've you know 22 of the 24 beers i've never had let's remove that uh yeah no this is this was a pretty terrible advent calendar when you have i'm gonna actually count because i'm in my photos right now one two three four i'm counting how many hellas five Five Hellas beers thus far. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Almost half of the calendar was Hellas's. Nine out of 24. That's, I think that's a bit much. With the amount of styles that Germany has, the variety, regardless of what you, what, you, what your feelings are on German beer and what the purity law may or may not be hindering, there are plenty of breweries making beers that are not Hellas's, that are not Weiss beers, that are not Pilsner's, that are not Weizenbach's, that are not Doppelbach's. There are many of them out there, and I feel like this year they failed to capture those. I think they either, and maybe this is due to the pandemic, you know, maybe maybe this is, this is, this is the outcome of it right the supply chain in a way affected europe pretty bad um and the pandemic affected europe really bad so i could see a lot of i could see a lot of breweries not doing anything like absolutely not brewing anything because why they don't necessarily have to you know what i mean if there's nobody coming if there's nobody coming to their brow houses if there's no dist distributor or drink marts that are picking up or taking deliveries. If no drink marts are open, why would you, why would you make beer? Cause then it's just going to sit and go bad. So I can see that I can see that the pandemic could have caused this calendar to suffer, um, which 
in the big scheme of things is most likely the reason i do not recall 2020's calendar being so heavily so heavily filled with helices there are there were some in there because i bought costco's last year as well um and i think in 2019 when we first got back from germany i don't believe i got one so i missed out on 2019 so i think 2020 was the first one and then this year what really will be the test is 2022s in late october early november when costco uh, starts to get their shipment of the calendar that'll really be the test i'm i'm going to drop a an email and a tweet or whatever i can through social media to the to the brand and quote unquote company that makes this particular advent calendar they also make tons of them in germany and in europe by the way this isn't like the only one they do this just happens to be the one that costco gets they get the same one it's always brewer's advent calendar it's always german but there is a there's this one that i have there's and i think there's two more one of the two are like german craft beer so basically all the other breweries that are doing non-traditional styles that's one of the calendars i feel like costco could get that one i don't think it's that hard to get one and two i believe it'll probably sell better and out and sell out faster than this one this one sold out pretty quickly um within probably two or three weeks this year it sold out last year it was sooner it was actually sold out faster um i call if i recall last year's was pretty good i do remember only having only out of the 24 from last year i think i only had one like that one beer that i've had previously in germany um this year in this calendar i'm i feel like i had like three or four i'd have to really look through the, the photos again but i'm pretty sure i had more out of this one than i did last year but not by much of course just one um but i recognized more brands in this year's and i mentioned that um throughout the, the episodes um but yes as a whole it was a little disappointing um but it's fine it's over with now as far as moving on to my absolute favorite out of the entire lot that's gonna be tough because this day 24 is it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty damn good um wow this is really this is really tough because they're even even out of the helices there were some really good helices it's just you know when you get like two or three in a row and then only one breaks up those two or three and then you get back to another two or three in a row it's not exactly fun and it's not exactly tasty um i'm gonna have to say that mm, where is it at let me find it it's one of the keller beers no it's not it's not the keller beer it was actually the blau vice beer i believe that was day 16 should have been day 16 or day 15 that was that is by far my favorite one out of this calendar uh the it was a, a perfectly made vice beer that still held up even after its time and and shipment over here and packaging sitting on a costco truck sitting on a costco pallet and finally making its way to the to the to the store floor it held up really 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 well uh vice beers you want to have as as fresh as possible that big banana flavor the big cloves 
that you get from a vice beer that all fades quickly and when they tend to be kind of old like six months to nine months sitting on a shelf they don't they just they're just not as good um they're especially not as good over here in the u.s because they're pasteurized so you get a, a lot of that a lot of the nuances are stripped away in that pasteurization process it's good enough right it's good enough but when you experience fresh vice beer in it's in the motherland you it's hard to you you can never you can never experience it again you can never have that over here it's similar to guinness um guinness anywhere outside of saint james is not the same guinness i don't care what the bottle says i don't care what the can says it is not the same after having it three or four times at saint james gate in dublin and having it at uh the airport in ireland that's i'm drawing a blank i had it twice there on on to and from deployments to iraq and afghanistan whatever that airport is there's a bar in the airport at the terminal we always get out on it's like specifically for us because they're waiting for like 150 military to come off a jet uh th that guinness is completely different than any other Guinness you will have in the world. Even the stuff that gets sent to Europe, even the things that go to like Germany and the Irish uh, pubs, completely different Guinness. It's the same thing for vice beers. It's the same thing for any beer that's pasteurized from Europe or Japan or Asia, I should say, coming to the US. It is not the same. So there's always something missing. Um, so yeah, the Blauweiss for sure out of these 24 beers is by far my favorite um and honestly that's the best vice beer in this calendar and there was only like i think there was like three of them in three or four um the pilsners were second best any pilsner in here was by far the second best that i had uh unfortunately the stoppelbach dunkel was the only style of this type in it um it will be an honorable mention quote unquote or third uh third place and then everything else is just whatever they were all hellesses anyways even the ipa was disappointing and there was only one ipa which is which is very sad um yeah that's that's really it that was that was it the keller beers were standouts though um they they i wish there were more of them there was only like three of them nope there was only two of them and I really wish there was more. There could have easily been more. You could have taken out three of the Hellas's, brought it down to six Hellas, and had the other three become Keller beers, and it'd be great. But they chose not to do that. Yep, and that will do it. I really did enjoy the calendar overall. It just was disappointing to get almost half of it as Hellas, Hellas lagers. But we did it, and hopefully next year we don't experience this. Thank you very much for everybody tuning in. Uh, thank you for your patience on some of the published times for this. And uh, I will be getting back to normal podcasts type episodes after the holidays. I've got a, already a couple lined up that I may actually record during my break uh, and edit, but then I won't publish until after just so I can record and edit and then publish them on bi-weekly basis. So I can kind of give myself a little buffer um, before I get back to the normal routine of every other week doing beers with Bori on stream and then also doing the podcast. All right. Thank you again. Uh, 
happy holidays merry christmas happy new year and all that stuff whatever you celebrate if you celebrate um again thank you so much everybody stay safe and we will see you in the next episode